Happy Tuesday, bitches. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022, and this is episode number 419 of Barry on Deck. Thank you guys so much for joining the program. I got to tell you, uh, things might be a little crazy today. Oh, I had to burp. Sorry, I had to drink a lot of Diet Coke right before the show started. I think it might be a little crazy today. I am redoing my stream decks. Uh, if you don't know what those are, here, let me let me put on flex cam. So I have these these things here. Let me see if I can find flex cam and switch to it. Uh, flex cam is lost for good. Nope, there's flex cam. There's flex cam. All right, so this is flex cam. And this is like, so, so I, I mean, I've showed you guys this a hundred times, but like, this is the whole setup. I've got the mixer over there with the, the, the main screen. This is the, the, well, this is the main screen, but anyways, I've got these two stream decks that I run uh, a lot of stuff off of. Like, for example, you can see I'm reprogramming this. So that's like, that's the blank. That's the intro. That's the main camera. So these are where I control everything from and I'm redoing them. So what does that mean to you? Well, that means that uh, I'm probably going to screw some stuff up today because I'm not done programming them yet. So because they're not done, I'm missing a bunch of things and well, it could get ugly is what I'm saying. So uh, just, you know, be cool, hang tight and uh, things might get a little weird for uh, the time being and and that's okay too, I guess. Hey, welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Uh, lots to get to today, sports and non-sports related. There's one particular story that I am so excited to be able to talk about and I'll let you guys guess what it is. Uh, but the rundown, we've got a lot of stuff on the rundown today. Obviously, we've got some sports headlines. There Was there a secret beef between James Harden and Kevin Durant? <gasps> News at 11. Uh, we've got your NBA power rankings if you want to go over that. 11 QBs who could be on the move this offseason. few names I forgot about, if I'm being honest. Chuck knew right away which story it was. Uh, the best and funniest Super Bowl memes. Oh, yeah, all of them. I'm here for all the smoke. Uh, we still didn't get to UFC 271 yesterday. Just a couple of thoughts on Derek Lewis and his loss and what that means and, and some of the dumb questions that got asked about it. I want to talk about the Olympics, specifically about this uh, doping scandal and, and figure skating. Everybody knows I'm a huge figure skating guy. Uh, I know all of the ins and outs of the sport of figure skating. So 
I'll have uh, several really deep thoughts on that. Uh, we can check out the metal tracker, but I got some non-sports stories for you. The 50 craziest foods you've never heard of. Some of these you've heard of, but some of them maybe not. And if you're an animal lover, you may not want to watch this. No one wants to see cooked kangaroo. Okay. I'll just tell you. Uh, also, a security guard drew eyes on a million dollar painting. There's a rock wedged between two cliffs. 3,200 feet in the air, and dudes are taking pictures on it. I want to know if you would do that. Plus, there's a story where Mark Cuban opened his own online pharmacy, and uh, he's basically telling Big Pharma to go bleep itself. So I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, we've got a lot to get to, but we always start this show. See, here's where one of the buttons I don't have. I should make these as I go. You guys would be like, "What are you doing, Lamb? You can't do that, Lamb and Stack, Lemon Sack. You can't just." Yeah, I don't have this one created. Why the? How come I don't have this created? I should create this right now. I should make you guys. Here we go. Greatest. I don't know why I'm doing this live. Okay. We're not going to do this live. We're going to get to, though. We got to get to the greatest dickhead in the history of the world. Yeah. Let's go. Y'all know who it is. Back again like you never left. Two days in a row. You can't stop AJB. You can't stop Aaron J. Bryant. You can only hope to contain him. Because he is the greatest dickhead in the history of the world for the next two hours. And then it's back to just regular ass Aaron. Where everybody's like, whatever, Aaron. No one cares about you. But right now, oh, buddy, you are the greatest. Aaron was first in the chat. Now, you might say he didn't send a super chat, but gosh, dog it, yes, he did right there. He sent it via Venmo. Sorry, Cisco, you don't get the Congo block. First like, first super chat. AJB! Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, who is that guy? You are the greatest deckhead in the history of the world, my friend. Thank you so much for getting in early. Thank you all for getting in early. Let's look at the chat, shall we? Uh, plenty of early YouTubers. And then once we go live, I like that the Twitch starts to fire up. It's, uh, we start slowly getting into the Twitchers, getting off of them YouTubers. But AJB was first. Cisco was second. Heartthrob was third. What's up, Philip Bernard? And Cisco, thank you for your 99 cent super chat. Very much appreciate your contributions to this fine program. Truck driver Pookie was fourth. G-Man, the original super chatter was fifth. Alan Denson showed up early. John Dory, what's up, fam? Dude, I love, love, love the avatar John Dory. What a cutie. I love it. Uh, Key Sagers here. Rudolph Rodriguez with the message of the century. Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Back the fuck up. Who else is here? Uh, oh, shit. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. The original BTK killer is back. What's up, Brandon? BTK in the building. Let's go, fam. Hadn't seen you in a hot minute, dude. Good to see you, man. Thanks for being here. Who else is here? Uriel Villa, the wave showed up. What's up, fam? Flip. Howdy to you as well. Uh, House is here. What's up, housey? I'm sure you, you bailed on us yesterday before we got to the birthday roast, and so you didn't get roasted, and that's okay, I guess, for you, because we know you love roast. Uh, hashtag screw house. What's up to Chuck? Chuck said, what up, Barry? I get to listen today. Off work and ready to head to Colorado tomorrow. Dude, be safe on that drive. That's a long-ass drive, Chuck. Bro, you're driving to Colorado? I'm a road comic, and I go, oh, that's a long... Where what, where specifically are you driving to, Chuck? Where are you headed? Denver, Colorado Springs, Vail, fancy pants. But either way, travel safe. Um, 
Cece's in the building. What's up, Cece? She said, welcome back, BTK. Hi, Decky Doodles. Remember, AJB does PayPal or Venmo or something, Cisco. Hashtag flashbacks. Yeah, got to remember all that. All that. What's up, Eric Resendez? E-Rez? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, who else is here? Black Sheep, what's up, fam? Thank you for the follow on Twitch. I saw that while we were going live. What up, Walt? Rick C is here. Mimi! Hey, memesters, uh, make sure that you're... I, in fact, this goes out to all of you. Please make sure if you're a member of the Patreon that your shipping addresses are updated so that when I send, like, I owe Mimi a mug, I owe Jen a shirt, I owe Alan Denson a uh, $25 Amazon gift card, I owe Justin a pick of Oliver. When I ship all this swag to you, please make sure that your addresses are up to date on Patreon. And if you're not on Patreon, you don't need to be on there to win this stuff. I think everybody is, but if not, that's okay. Just make sure you private message me on Twitter or wherever your address so I know who to send it to. All right, cool. Uh, Rick C's in the building and Shelby. And there's Jen. What's up, girl? Uh, Steven Luther is here. Uriel Villanueva. Steven the weather guy. B. Hannon. Yeah, by the way, you guys didn't know you could do this, but it's like right there in the chat. If you do uh, exclamation mark commands, it'll give you a link to all the different commands that you use. And I'll be adding to those. As we go, I'll be making it a little more fun for you in the chat. Just got to one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Uh, but yeah, you can do bang commands. A lot of people don't know in the uh, world of IT parlance, the exclamation mark, we used to call that the bang. So like if you were explaining a password to somebody and you're like, yeah, it's, it's P-A-S-S-W-O-R-D exclamation mark. You'd say it's P-A-S-S-W-O-R-D bang. I don't know why nerds do that, but that was that was just the thing. You would call that the nerds uh, or the the bang. I don't know why. What else is new? We don't mess. Uh, when don't you mess things up? What? Why are you so aggressive? Oh, I was on the wrong page. That was like old. Shut up, Dimata. What's up, Justin Swinford? Uh, supposed to get six to eight inches of snow in Colorado tomorrow. Lord Jesus headed to Estes Park. Oh, you're flying. I thought you said you were driving. All right. I'm way behind on the chat. I'm caught up now. What's up, Jado? Uh, okay. Let's get to, let's get to our, uh, where are they? Let's get to our sports headline. God damn it. I don't have that set up either. Let's get to our sports headlines. All right. Sports headlines for the day. Shaping up like this. Novak Djokovic has said he will opt out. Of any and all future Grand Slams that are that have COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Djokovic putting his foot down. You want the best player in the world there? You lift the, you lift the mandate that saves people's lives, and I'll be there to destroy them with tennis. Uh, that's his thing, though. He says, nope, he's not going to play in any more future Grand Slams if they have uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Well, you know, get used to it because there's a lot of vaccine mandates like polio and all that shit. So it's not going away anytime soon, Novak, if that is your real name. All right, other headlines. Four-time Olympic gold medalist, uh, four-time Olympic gold medal gymnast, I should say, Simone Biles, announced her engagement uh, what's his name? What's Simone Biles' man's name? He's a Houston Texan. I should know this. I don't know any of their names. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonathan Owens. So my neighbor is getting married. I wonder if I'll get an invite. I wonder if everybody in the neighborhood, she's going to send out cards to us. Hey, howdy, neighbor. 
You don't know me. My name is Simone. I live down the street and around the corner. I don't know why Simone Biles sounds like a white woman from the South. She's like me and my boyfriend who plays sports occasionally. His name's Jonathan. He's not white. Uh, we're going to get married and want to invite everybody over for potato salad. Somehow, I don't think it goes down like that. Uh, more sports headlines. Super Bowl 56 had an estimated 101.1 million, million TV viewers. Uh, they had more than that, but when The Rock did his intro, everybody left. They were like, this is stupid. Uh, that was up from 2021. 101 million. I'm curious, though, does that count the uh, the folks that were... Um, uh, watching along right like okay if they tracked it here we had three people in the house so if we had one tv on and they tracked it they did they count are they counting they don't know how to count three people they don't know these are all estimates by the way these are strictly it's such a shammy bullshit kind of way of doing things the the ratings are a sham Matt Pochet, Matt Pochet said it's okay guys I made it oh thank god Matt I was so worried you wouldn't be here these are made up numbers. No, Todd, they're not made up numbers. I mean, kind of. Ratings are stupid. You know why I like ratings? Because ratings, you can just, you can poo-poo them away like we did in radio. Anytime a radio show is last or close to last or a whole ass station is last, they, they the ratings are a sham and they don't matter. But then when they're good, when your ratings are good, you're like, oh yeah, look at us, number one in the ratings. <laughs> Oh, trust me, me, I was guilty of it. Joel was guilty of it. ESPN 97.5 was guilty of it. We're all guilty of it in the business. In TV, our TV show that I do that most of you never watch, and that's okay. That's fine. Just hurt my feelings that you, uh, what do you, what else are you losers doing on a Saturday at 10 o'clock at night? <sighs> that's not how you make friends, Barry. You can't say, you can't call people you want to watch your TV show losers. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes I don't have a, okay, stop it. Just do the show. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyways, um, I watched clips of it on Twitter, though. Kiss my ass, Todd. Does Oliver count as a viewer? Yes, everybody in this household. If you're breathing, you're a viewer. You are 100%. We had five people counting. So it was me, my wife, my sister-in-law, and our two cats. So, yeah, technically we had five people. Barry, do you even watch your own TV show? Yes, bitch. Of course I do. Yes. Why wouldn't I? It's a great show. If you like sports and laughing, if you're a fan of me, you would be a fan of this TV show for real. Like it's really funny. Uh, how do I get CW 39 in Denver? You go to their website, Chuck, it's CW 39 Saturdays, 10 PM. It's called Houston sports show. We used to be on channel two, uh, right after sports Sunday. And then we moved stations. Now we're on CW 39 Saturdays at 10 PM. And if you like me, if you like funny with your sports, you would love Houston sports show. It's me, Rachel Von Aranye. Sometimes it's Lauren Leal. Sometimes it's Holly. Sometimes it's Jerome. We got an intern named Devin who does crazy shit. Uh, I do my own Barry on sports, three minute news desk piece where I make fun of the sports headlines. And we have a, it's all, it's uh, the, the segments are fun, man. They're really cool. We do viralicious. We have, um, he said, she said, where Rachel and I argue about sports. We, we do real or fake where we take real stories and make fake headlines and then discuss them. It's a good time. It's a fun time. You should watch it. This show is not a pitch for that. Let's move on. CW 39, 10 o'clock. Make sure you tune in to watch it or whatever. You know what I'm 
Barry looking at himself on TV. Who the the fuck is that guy? Yeah. I'm like, man, that guy is hot. Hot. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, All right. What was I going to get? Oh, the last sports uh, zoom out. That didn't zoom. Last sport headline. Uh, James Harden said the Sixers and James Harden, excuse me, have said he will be out through the all-star break with a hamstring strain. Now, anybody besides me just feel like they're just doing that to make it look like it wasn't a lie. (laughs) Hear me out. I think what happened is that James didn't want to play anymore. So he faked a hamstring injury so that he wouldn't have to play until the trade deadline. Then he gets traded and they're like, yeah, but if you go and play first game in, everyone is going to know that the hamstring strain wasn't true. So you got to, we got to sit you down for a little bit. We'll get you acclimated to the offense and yada, yada, yada. So you won't play. And also he's probably like, eh, I don't feel like playing. So, um, yeah, James, he is kind of a clown. Let's talk about this. I have some, uh, some sports stories to discuss. First thing we could probably talk about is the fact that was there beef between Harden and KD? There were stories coming out that basically these guys weren't getting along. That KD didn't like his worth work ethic. What? You mean you think James Harden was lazy? Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. No way. Well, it's true. Uh, apparently KD thought James Harden was lazy, didn't show up in shape. Well, that's because he was too busy trying to be fat to get traded out of Houston. Uh, but, oh, that was last year, not this year. Oops, no excuses. Showed up out of shape. Uh, there was one, one report that, uh, that said, zoom out. There was one report that said that when they would draw up plays for KD in the huddle, Harden would roll his eyes. Ugh. Oh, we're gonna give we're gonna give the best player on this team a shot. I guess. So yeah, there was obviously some some. This goes all the way back to when they were, I guess, running. Uh, they were all everybody was in L.A. and they would just go to the gym and run a little bit and, and play in the off season. And I guess it started there. But uh, obviously, James Harden does himself no favors in Brooklyn is disgruntled once out. They wanted to run a different style of offense with him, and he didn't want to run that. Then there were the stories of towards the end there, right before he got traded, the trade deadline. He didn't show up to the game in Utah until halftime when he was started missing games because of the hamstring strain. He didn't show up until halftime. And then the team left and flew to Denver for the next game, and he flew to Vegas. And then met them in Denver, at which point in that game, he also did not show up until halftime. Bottom line, James Harden is James Harden. He has been and will always be a selfish player. On the court, off the court, in the locker room, in the huddle. It's James, James, James. It's all about James. And I don't know why anybody would expect any different. Us fans here in Houston could have told you this, Brooklyn. So get ready, Philly, because you're not going to like him. You're going to love him at first because he's going to come in and play hard for like three games. Be like, no, this is different. Defense. Pass, pass, pass. 
And then he's going to slowly become selfish, and then he's going to melt down in the playoffs. Now, if James wins a ring, I think we need to talk about how devastating that would be to the people of Houston and Brooklyn. <laughs> if James Harden and Joel Embiid win a ring, oh my, oh my gird, oh, oh my gird. How angry are people in those cities going to be? Oh, what? And you know James would be like, bitch, I told you I just needed the right player. I went through 119 superstars until I found one that I could win a ring with. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to work. You got Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, uh, when they said that Ben Simmons had been traded, didn't he like... Uh, tweet like a rest in peace clown emoji or some something like that like Joel Embiid ain't playing with you James better mind your P's and Q's man what's up AR Platinum good to see you buddy long time no see on the program AR Platinum said are the strip clubs that bad in Brooklyn and that good in Philly I don't know uh, I, I, I can't imagine that they're any better or worse. I mean, it's Brooklyn and Philly. That doesn't exactly, not exactly a ringing endorsement for strip clubs. But I'll say this. If James Harden, I'll make my bold prediction right now, folks. Bold prediction. Here's my bold prediction. If James Harden wins a ring this year with Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers, he will go into free agency, he will sign with the Atlanta Hawks, and he will live out his days in the strip club capital of America. And he will not give a shit about basketball, but he will love them wings and them titties. And those are chicken breasts, by the way. That wasn't like an actual, like a, okay. That's my prediction. If once he wins a ring, he's gone. He's gone. He's going to Atlanta, free agency. So I think that's going to be the case. Anyways, no surprise that there was beef between Harden and KD. That's kind of how it goes, right? It's kind of how it happens. Hey, by the way, if you are uh, listening on YouTube. Oh, that didn't fire off. Oh, there it goes. That was weird. Uh, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe. Yes, eventually I'm moving full time over to Twitch. Uh, but I will be back on the tubes, uh, posting things, periodically uploading videos and clips and whatnot. So you're going to want to still be subscribed to the channel. I will have some exclusive content only for the YouTube channel as well. When we do our three hour Thursday, that third hour only on YouTube. So you still need to be subscribed to it. And you still need to be over here. Uh, at least for the short term until we figure out how to do that. Uh, also, if you're on Twitch, please follow, please, for the love of God follow the program i need i need to get my follows up it's uh i've got 144 followers the goal what is it february what's today february my oh you'll see the the monkey my wife got me for uh for valentine's this was included with my valentine's gifts my wife got me she loves monkeys by the way i should probably just give this back to her but this is my pal here this is he's gonna hang out with me today do the show uh Today is February 15th. So by the end of the week, I mean, by the end of the month. So by Feb 28, I want to be, we're at, what are we at now? 144 followers. So I want to be at uh, 7 million followers by Feb 20. There goes another one and another one. AR Platinum. Thank you for the follow, buddy. Much appreciated, man. Number 145. Let's go. 
Only 6,999,855. Holy shit, I just did a lot of math. Impressive. I think I probably got it wrong too. If I'm being real, if I'm being real, I probably got it wrong. Um, yeah. So make sure you follow. I'd like to. I'd like to get them numbers up. I do like though that you know with the YouTube numbers were askew because of very. That was my comedy channel before. So this at least I know. 145 people want to be here for the Barry on Deck show and not any of the other bullshit. No gaming. No comedy. No nothing. Just showbiz. So. At least I know there's a 445 of you that love me. I mean, not all the time, but, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. All right. You ready to go? Huh? You ready to move on to the next one? All right. Uh, let's talk some Olympics, you guys. We have not really talked Olympics on this show really much at all since they started, mostly because <sighs> the Olympics have sucked. Not good. And I wasn't in the, the, the marketing leading up to the Olympics wasn't good. Oh, I just realized how crooked my light is there. I got to go fix that. The marketing leading up to the Olympics wasn't good. None of it was good. Uh, but it's the Olympics. So some of you are going to tune in no matter what. No Virginia button weed. We're not having curling talk. I was waiting for you to show up. I might have missed you earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh! Tooth Pete in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Poche, can we give a shout out to Tooth Pete on the, on the, I can try it. Let me see if I can get this right. Tooth Pete is raining with a party of six, hosting with a party of 11. Buddy, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, that's Kyle's thing when people follow. My bad. Uh, yo, uh, very much appreciate it. Thank you, Matt, for doing that. And uh, you guys make sure, for those of you that don't know, Josh is a pal and a buddy, former sports radio 610 producer and on-air talent, uh, wildly popular here in these Twitter, and I mean, Twitch streets. Uh, so go uh, go follow the man. And I will say this, we uh, you see this little chatty message right here? We are about to begin talks and, uh, and, 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 you know, maybe hash out a global takeover of Houston sports talk. So uh, you're going to want to follow my guy. So go make sure, go make sure that you, uh, that you follow my buddy Josh Tooth Pete with dumbest name on Twitch, but the nicest guy on Twitch. He, we, he's been on the show. You guys know the story about Tooth Pete. He got drunk one night. And that's the name he was stuck with the rest of his life. All right, Josh, I appreciate you, buddy, man. Thank you. Okay, now VB has messaged the chat. VB is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Virginia Buttonweed is here. Who the fuck is that guy? I'm glad you asked. So, you guys, Virginia Buttonweed, uh, no, it's not Tooth. It's not Tooth Pete. That's the white way to say it. We want the wrong way to say it. Tooth Pete. Oof. Okay, that's the that is the River Oaks version. We need the Conroe version. Toof, Pete. Okay, uh, everybody, get your shot glasses out, please. Everybody, get out your alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverages. For those of you that drink O'Doul's, for those of you that uh, maybe drink White Claw, looking at you, Justin Swinford, and House. Uh, we have a very special birthday in the house. 
When I tell you that I love this man, I mean, I love this man. And I'm not talking about me. I am talking about Virginia Buttonweed. Uh, anytime this show, this community, and this program has done anything uh, charitable or important, Virginia Buttonweed has been there in support of and a, uh, a willing participant in these charitable endeavors which is near and dear to my heart. And so the fact that he is so willing to be a part of it and give so generously to all of the things that we're trying to accomplish. VB, I love you, buddy, more than you know, man. I appreciate the fact that you're a part of this community so much. From the bottom of my heart, happy birthday, Virginia Buttonweed. Cheers, man. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. Ah, that's good shit. VB, I hope you get... Roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. And now that I've met your wife, that seems super weird to to wish that. But uh anyways, drop your uh drop your Venmo and you know the you know the deckhead community and the peeps will send you some loving. That's what they do. That's how they do it. Cheers, Barry. Cheers, deckheads. Love everyone. We love you too, buddy. All right. Uh let's get to this Olympic talk, can we just go ahead and cut to the chase and say that the Olympics are a sham and that this whole thing with this Russian skater is bullshit, bullshit to the thousandth degree. If you don't know what's going on, cause you don't give a shit about the Olympics, I don't blame you, but here's the deal. The Russians were popped for doping uh, a while back, not too long ago. It wasn't during the Olympics, but they were popped for doping. Uh, I want to say maybe six months, a year. Maybe it was last year or something like that. It was at one of their things. And there was uh, one skater in particular that was busted for doping. And the doping was she was taking some medication for angina, which, by the way, is not a female sex organ. Surprised me. Not going to lie. When I saw angina, I giggled. Raise your, raise your hand. Raise your hand if you also saw angina and giggled a little bit. Why isn't my stinger cut working? Zoom out. Son of a bitch. I, I was like, oh, this medication's for angina. I was like, it's for angina. Uh, nonetheless, it's like a blood thinner. It, it pumps more oxygen to you. It, it doesn't allow you to get tired as quickly which allows you to work out longer and build up more strength and endurance and be better. And it's been banned by the Olympics and international sport for a while now. Well, this young Camilla Valieva, if that is her real name, she was the one that was busted for it. But for a while, the Olympic committee wouldn't confirm who it was. In fact, no, Mikey, see, she doesn't have a mangina. She was taking medication for angina, which is also not a Russian province that they're planning on invading. I really thought they were going to be on the borders of angina ready to attack, but that is also not the case. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> she was the one that was busted for this. Now, you'll recall the Russians won some team skating thing, which no one gave a shit about other than save like a few people and Johnny Weir, these people, but like two, a few non-famous people and Johnny Weir. Uh, anyways, 
the essentially what they did is they postponed the medal ceremony, but would not confirm that it was Camilla Vieva, Valieva, however you say it. No one cares. That was the one that got popped. Now, hey, first time chatter. Message deleted by moderator. Nice. Nice. That's what you get for trying to. That's what you get for trying to spread spam in the chat, you raggedy bitch. Uh, what's up, Rossetti? Good to see you again, man. So basically, she got busted, but they wouldn't say it was her. People were speculating, who is it, who is it, who is it? They wouldn't do the, the medal ceremony because the Russians won, and they were like, eh, we're just going to put that off. Well, then the Olympic Committee met and had an emergency meeting and said, should we allow her to continue to compete? And basically, because she's under the age of 16, even though she's cheated, because she's under the age of 16, she is not going to get in trouble. They still allowed her to compete, which she did last night. And she started crying afterwards, which if you're a 15-year-old chick, you're probably going to cry with the weight of the world and all the eyes on you and being judgy. I mean, a lot of y'all chicks cried in high school. Okay, I cried in high school too. It's fine. Not just chicks. But could you imagine being 15 in the Olympics? Well, she didn't win, Alan. Alan Denson said she won. She is first after the first round. She hasn't won yet. Spoiler alert. She's probably going to win. But she is in first place after the prelims or the first round or whatever the hell they call it. Now, the Olympic Committee has said if she wins or if she medals. Yeah, I cry on this show. That's true. Uh, there will be no medal ceremony because of the cheating. So, I think the problem I have with this is you're basically, the, the Olympic Committee is drawing the line and saying because she's 15, we're not going to penalize her. Or, or as some people would say, penalize her. We're not going to penalize her. Now, the problem with that is, is that the Russians knew this and know this. So they take these young athletes who could win medals and they dope them up. And then they go, don't do not worry. You cannot get penalized. I don't know why they sound like a shitty mob boss from Russia or Kazakhstan. Do not worry. I like. I don't know why Borat is coaching their skating team ah, that Lutz was good not okay uh oh my god incarnate how far behind are you incarnate's just now wishing a happy birthday bro i need you to catch up incarnate's like guys merry christmas what the hell uh it would be a lot cooler if he did well if he did what he did what? Uh, Rossetti wants to know how many medals does the U.S. have? I have an, a medal tracker. We're going to get to that in just a second. We're going to get to make fun of stupid Americans in just a second, okay? We suck so bad this year. Ugh, it's awful. But at least we're not cheaters, allegedly. Anyways, so the Russians know she can't get busted. They, they pump her full of this angina meds. She goes on to be a great skater, and everyone's like, this isn't fair. And you know who came out and said something? And I got to agree with this a thousand million bajillion percent. Shakari Richardson was one of the first ones to tweet about it and said, can we get a solid answer on the difference of her situation and mine? 
My mother died and I can't run. And we also, I was also favored to place top three. The only difference I see is I'm a young black, uh, I'm a black young lady. Well, I mean, let's be real. The actual, uh, first of all, I agree with her a hundred percent. If you're not going to let Shakari Richardson run, you certainly shouldn't let, uh, Kavila Valeva. However, skate. If you've done drugs illegally, I don't give a shit how old you are. You're cheating. Cheating is cheating. If you're old enough to compete against the other greatest athletes in the world, you're old enough to suffer the consequences of your actions if you cheat. Period. Don't give me this, well, she's only 15 and a kid. Well, then put her in the Junior Olympics. Let her go skate against other kids. But if you got her skating against grown folks and winning and she's cheating, that's on you. That's not okay. That's not okay. All right? It's just not. Now, the difference to me also is, what's up, Miss Macho? Got that Internet Explorer speed. I don't know what the, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, incarnate. Way to go, idiot. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I, the, the, here's the difference to me between Shakari Richardson and, and, and the Russian skater. We'll just call her... Cavi, because I think that's what, like, one of the, Cammy, Cammy versus Shakari. The stuff, Shakari was basically getting high. Shakari Richardson smoked some weed. Last I checked, that's not a performance enhancer. It might be illegal or banned, but it's legitimately not going to make you faster. What it did allow her to do is deal with and cope with the loss of her mother emotionally. On the other hand, a 15-year-old who doesn't have angina but is taking angina medication. I really like saying that word. The, a 15-year-old who has taken angina medication. But then you go, well, she's 15. Well, the Russians know that. And the Russians don't give a shit about anything other than winning gold medals. So if they can get a 15-year-old to cheat, which would make her win a gold medal or give her a better chance. Because from all I've heard and read heard like i'm talking to a bunch of people on the inside of the skating world yeah me and weird dog yeah i always get text from weird dog that's johnny weird for those of you not in the know my my well i call him weird dog and then for sure i just call him nope not gonna get in trouble uh but you like she's old enough to compete so the russians know what they're doing they know she's not going to get in trouble, but they know she's going to go and compete. And everybody that's in the know has said that Camilla Vieva is already really, really good. She doesn't need to cheat. Now, their excuse, by the way, if you didn't know what the Russians came out and said, the Russians came out and said, oh, yeah, well, her lawyer. Oh, no, this is all a huge misunderstanding. She wasn't taking a known medication that's on the banned substance list on purpose. Uh, it was in her dad's medication and it got into her body on accident. Oh, oh, no, or her grandfather has angina. And so, stop. Oh, oh yeah, you're right, Russia. We all believe you. No way you would lie. You're over here just trying to overthrow other countries as we speak. Ridiculous. Uh, Ms. Macho said, I'm good. Sorry, been lurking for a while. I'll follow the Kyle Ray train and listen while I was working. Oh, nice. I appreciate that, Miss Macho. Thank you. You're a, you're a Kingsman. You're, you're friends of the deckhead community for sure. So welcome in. And 
pull up a chair and we get stupid around here. So we have a good time. I hope you hope you'll stick around. Also, if you didn't follow, make sure you follow you. Find out when I go live. Right now we've got it scheduled so that me and Josh and Kyle King kind of go live at all different times. So it works out pretty well. Uh, Fidel said, what the fuck got into her body? Thank you, Miss Macho with the follow. What got into her body by accident? Yeah, that's what they said. It was like, oh, our grand, it seeped into her body. Come on, Russia. That's what that's what that's Russia's excuse for everything. They're like, you just invaded the Ukraine. No, we didn't invade the Ukraine. We just seeped into the Ukraine on accident and took over their country. But this is all a misunderstanding. Trust our lawyers. This is all an accident. Blame you know, they blame the grandfather, they're blaming Mother Russia. So there you go. It's pretty crazy. I think it's bullshit. I think it's a double standard. If you're not going to let Shakira Richardson run, you cannot let Camilla Vieva run, uh, skate. Period. End of story. This is a sham. <laughs> Justin Swiffer said, y'all remember shopping for houses in Russia? I remember. Oh, that was a good That was a good episode of this show. That was a lot of fun. We, Boy, they got some crappy houses over there. Uh, that was good times, though. That's all good. That's all good. Uh, she was drinking out of her grandpa's cup, like his cup that he like his athletic supporter cup, or just like a regular cup. Like, granddad, can I have a sip of your your Bloody Mary with angina meds in it? Get out of here! Don't nobody believe that shit. Don't nobody believe that shit. Shelby said her trainer has a long problematic history in her training methods for young skaters. I believe that. I believe that. I don't think there's anybody outside of Russia that's either not brainwashed, scared of Putin, or delusional that thinks that there's anything other than cheating going on here. Now, the sad part is, I don't think Camilla Vieva necessarily was like, yeah, I want to cheat. Because I think she probably is like, I'm good enough to win this. And I'm telling you, if you really dig into it, and I had a... If I find the link to the story that I was reading, there were there were comments. Uh, let's see, who was it? Adam Rippin. Adam Rippin. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do the damn. Oh, maybe I can fix it. I can try to get this for you guys. I Again, I screwed up my stream deck uh, trying to get everything ready and then got lazy and didn't finish it. But uh, here, I'll show you. Let's see. Put this on one. This might work. Zoom out. There we go. So this was uh, that was uh, on her turf. Where was the Adam? There we go. He said, this is Adam Rippon, which I don't know who that is. Who is Adam Rippon? Let's go find out. Adam Rippon, he was a skater boy. He, him. Okay. So, so he's a skater. He's in the biz, as they say, in the biz. But he said the infuriating fact is that everything that makes Cammy an amazing skater, her spins, her flow, her flexibility, which also is what a lot of people have used to describe me. I'm very spinny and I have great flow and flexibility. So we I'm pretty much like an Olympic athlete. But anyways, he said what makes her amazing her spins. None of it can come from a drug, but her team didn't want to play by the rules. And I think that's a super important part of this zoom out. She was probably good enough to compete and maybe win anyways. And other skaters are saying that. But of course, Russia gonna Russia. What the hell? 
Why is Fox News calling me? That's super weird. I just got a missed call from Fox 26. God, I'm over here. I'm over here messing with you guys. What is this? No, Machiavellian, that's not what that is. I'm from America. How come they aren't like us? No, that's not what that is at all. This is simply about why are you cheating if you don't need to cheat? That's what it's about. Look, you can say what you want, but if an American cheated, we're like, yep, you cheated. You screwed up. You don't get to run. We're not going to be making excuses. The government's not going to have some huge cover-up. We're not great. We're not perfect. But when we cheat, we own it. We absolutely own it. Don't give me that shit. You either, you're either Russian or I don't know. Why did Lance cheat? I don't know. He cheated because he's a cheater. And if you think that he didn't get a bad rap in this country, you're wrong. Barry Bonds wasn't in the Olympics. Machiavellian. And now you're just throwing out names. What a ridiculous argument. Now you're just going to start naming random names. We're talking about the Olympics, international sport, 15 year olds. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about Barry Bonds cheating in baseball. He was dealt with. He'll never make the Hall of Fame. All of these guys were dealt with. This isn't Russia. We deal with our cheaters. And that's the point. Russia needs to own this. And they're not. They're making excuses. And the Olympic Committee is supporting it. And it's bullshit. Meanwhile, Shakari Richardson, not run. Didn't run, I should say. But nice try, though. What a flimsy-ass argument you showed up and chat with. Oh, Americans, if you're not like us, then what are you talking about? Yeah, Lance cheated, and he was raked over the coals in this country for it, and he was vilified for it. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Oh, dude, you're way late. Okay, I'm not going to go back and rehash a 20-minute conversation just because you showed up at the end of it. We've already discussed all of that. And, and yeah, we, that, I mentioned the grandfather. I mentioned all that. But you're, but you're here, and I appreciate it. Make sure you follow. Uh, it's not that her, it's, what does it say? Shelby said, it's not that they're delusional. Things are just really complicated over there. No. I mean, oh, you mean like not going against the state. No, I'm talking about the people in power. I'm not talking about the people, Shelby. I'm talking about the people in power. I'm talking because like the reason Shakari Richardson didn't run wasn't the U.S. Uh, it wasn't the Olympic Committee that prevented her. It was the U.S. team. The U.S. itself said you're not allowed to go. You violated rules. So the U.S. sanctioned themselves and one of their top three finalists in the sprints. They didn't let her go run. That was self-sanctioned Machiavellian. But yet the Russians were like, go win medal. Dominate. We'll deal with the cheating later. And that's the difference. No, I don't think Trump wants to talk. It was Fox local, which is not the same as Fox. It was KRIV Fox. Yeah, that's weird. I wouldn't, that's weird. I wonder why they did call. Did they leave a voicemail? Oh, you know what it is. It's probably uh, Isaiah Carey wants me to join him for a call or a thing for tonight's show. It might be on... Uh, the Olympics. I don't know. Uh, people that want to excuse her. Yuri uh, in the wave said people that want to excuse her are the same ones that are yelling. She knew the rules to Richardson. Exactly. That's the, and that's the hypocrisy of it. And that's the sad part of it. That's the sad part of it. <laughs> I feel like that was a troll comment from who? Oh, from Machiavellian. Yeah, totally trolling. hundred percent. 100%. All right, let's do the metal count. Cause Rossetti wanted to know, Hey, Barry, 
what's the American medals like? Oh, shut up, Rossetti. It's bad, okay? It's awful. Uh, it's it's terrible. Here's your medal tracker. Let me pull that up. Man, the U.S. sucks so bad in, at winter games. I blame Utah because that's kind of our main winter state, and Utah is just ass all the way around, And if, unless you're from Utah, and then I love you. But everybody, everything else is ass. Who is Tooth Pete? Tooth Pete is a buddy of mine who has a show also on Twitch. That's who Tooth Pete is. <coughs> Excuse me. Not a COVID cough. I'm not calling Fox back live on the air. No. They're going to be like, Mr. Laminac, oh, you're being sued. What? No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, Shelby. I'm talking about the people in power. All right, here's your medal count. Uh, if that is the real count. Nope, that's not it. Where'd it go? Where's the medal count? There we go. All right, zoom out. Cool. So the overall medal count looks like this. Norway has 26 total medals. 26 total medals. The Russians have 20. Cheaters. The cheating ass Russians have 20 medals. They're not even allowed to compete, but yet they're still competing, but they can't compete under their name. This is, this is the biggest bullshit. And, and it all comes down to, well, we don't want to punish the athletes. Well, th I don't know what to tell you then. Ta maybe tell their country to not be cheaters. This is ridiculous. Yeah, the ROC's in the building. Yeah, you didn't know that? Jay-Z and Dame have an Olympic committee. The Rock is in the building. Is that your buddy, Tooth Pete? Come get your fam. Come get your friends. Also, shouldn't <laughs> I'm still here? Fuck Russia. Shouldn't you be doing a webinar, Josh? <laughs> get out of here. Go do your webinar and get smarter. And tell me what I need to do. Uh, Germany is third in the medal count with 18. USA number one. <sighs> Ice Beast said I'm part Russian. Uh, damn. Well, I still love you, Ice Beast. You know, it's not, I'm not mad at the Russian people. I'm mad at the Russian government. It's the people. I mean, it's the government that angers me. Russian people are fine people. They're great people. I know a lot. I know probably like one Russian. She's awesome. Uh, Canada, by the way, can suck it. How is Canada fifth in the, well, they're tied for fourth in the medal count. How is Canada not top three? Oh, I know, because the cheating ass Russians are involved. That's how. Present company excluded Ice Beast, and I don't know what Machiavellian is. I don't know if he's Russian or not, or might be a she for all I know. So there's your medal count. Norway, uh, not Russia, but the Russian Olympic Committee. <laughs> still russia idiots germany the united states canada uh was it austria japan and the netherlands oh okay machiavellian said i'm an american male but you like wanted I, I don't understand why you hate did you just do you just not like america is that why you were attacking america so early just feel like that was a very uh non-american stance you jumped in the chat with i'm america i can cheat not what we said uh hasn't the u.s always sucked at the winter olympics i mean a little bit 
they're they've been better in the past. I don't know the 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 results from each year, but I feel like America has been better in the past. I don't know. I blame global warming. I mean, Utah's not as cold as it used to be. The mountains aren't as snowy. I don't know. No, Rossetti is still here. Are you enjoying this, Rossetti? Rossetti, did we establish you're from Spain? Is that where we established you're from? Where? How many medals does Spain have? I want to... Oh! Hey, you guys got a medal? Good job, Spain. Spain's on the board. I like it. Belarus. Est, I don't know what EST is. Uh, Latvia, Poland, Spain, Slovakia, Belarus. I'm just trying. I don't know if these are real. I'm just throwing these out based off of what I think they are. Czechoslovakia, uh, New Zealand, Hungary, Finland, Australia, Korea, Slovenia, Sweden. No, uh, Switzerland. No, that's Sweden. No, that's Sweden. That's Switzerland, Sweden, France, China, Italy, the Netherlands, Japan, uh, Austria, Canada, USA, Germany, Jay-Z uh, and Rockefeller Records, and then Norway. There you go. Sean said baseball is better with, uh, than the Winter Olympics, but both can kick rocks. Sean, shut your whore ass up. No one cares how bored you are with Olympic talk. We haven't talked the Olympics any at any point on this show's history. Have we talked the Olympics until now? Until now. And now it's kind of boring. So, uh, Amos said we have like one great ice skater every 15 years. Did I ever tell you guys the story about how I met Apollo Anton Ono? Zoom out. It's pretty awesome. Nora and I were in Washington, D.C., and we were standing in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and we were chatting, and Apollo Anton Ono came jogging by. So, I mean, we didn't really meet, but... We might as well be best friends at this point. I mean, we were practically on a run together, except I was with my wife and we were walking, wearing touristy clothes and cameras, and he was actually jogging. But I mean, we was, what are the chances, right? It was pretty much, we're pretty much besties. Maybe that's why Fox is calling. They just want me to get the, give him his number so they can interview him. Uh, that's just a list of white countries. <laughs> Robert, truer words have never been spoken. By the way, did the Jamaican bobsled team run, by the way? That's the only thing. That's the only ones I'm rooting for, if I'm being honest. I don't give a shit. I heard Tooth Pete, though. He he had the magic buzzword monobob, which just sounds like you're getting roadhead. That's really all that sounds like is monobob. She's monobobbing. Uh... I really only care about the Jamaican bobsled team, and that's it. I really, that's it. That's all I care about. I don't care about anything else. Uh, Rossetti wants to know who won the Super Bowl. The Rams. The Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be more accurate, right, Machiavelli? That's self-head, monobob. That's how you break your back. What happened to your neck? I was mono. I tried to monobob. And uh, I guess you really do have to have your ribs removed. All right, I got aggressive. I got too much. All right, let's continue with some other sports talk. Let's see here. Uh, got the Olympics out of the way. Got the medal tracker. Machiavelli, thank you for the follow, man. Much appreciated. That's the beautiful thing about this show. We can agree to disagree. Ice Beast! 
thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. All right, let's get to these memes. So as you guys know, if you watched the Super Bowl, uh, there was the halftime show, which was all the rage. Everybody lost their collective West Coast minds at the uh, at the Super Bowl, at the halftime show. But also, you know, 50 Cent came out looking chunky. And Mary J. Blige did the Hey Kool-Aid Splash. Largo, thank you for the follow. You guys, I'm so excited about this. We're so close. I told you I wanted to get to 7 million followers by the end of the month. We are so close. We're at 148 now. Thank you so much for making dreams come true. This is so great. Shelby said, I'll try not to argue. About what? About the halftime show? Did you hate it, Shelby? Really? Oh, man, you have never been more wrong in your whole life. I have it number two behind Prince. It wasn't the greatest halftime show of all time, but I have it as the second greatest halftime show of all time. Uh, 148, not like this. I don't understand. I don't understand. I feel like that was a shot, but I don't I don't understand it. I don't know. That's the followers. Uh, we're at 149 now, so your numbers need to be updated. We have new numbers. What's up, Largo? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. All right, so halftime show. Of course, there were a ton of memes. Zoom out. I loved this show. Okay. Bruno was top three. Well, you could be wrong, Sean. You're wrong about baseball. You could be wrong about Bruno Mars being top three. Top three, by the way. Zoom out again. Okay, didn't zoom. Whatever. Juicin. Thought I was the boss over here. Top three, in my opinion. Now, if you have Bruno Mars in your top three, that's fine. I, I, this is all subjective. This is like comedy and sex. It's all subjective. I have Prince one, this Super Bowl two, and then I only say Janet's titty three because it was Janet's titty. But I could be convinced to add uh, Michael Jackson as three if we're going to exclude nudity, if that's not fair. Uh, I would go uh, MJ3. Uh, the Bruno Mars was pretty good. Uh, who was the, There was one that somebody reminded me of the other day. <sighs> I forget who it was. But yeah, it was... It, it, it was... I can't remember now. But I'm going to... That's my top three. All right? I got, I got Prince, number one by far. Number two was this past Super Bowl with Dr. Dre and crew. And then number three was uh, Janet's Titty. Four was MJ. So I'll, you, yeah, you want to add Bruno Mars five? Fine. We can go Bruno Mars five. It doesn't bother me at all. Zoom out. But these are the memes that came from it. Cause there was a ton of memes that people made. And, uh, there were some pretty funny ones. So as you know, 50 cent popped in upside down, like I'm Batman. Oh, Beyonce. Ah, it was a height. Shelbsters. Yeah. Uh, you guys, CC's drunk. She said Creed was a good Creed, CC. Creed. Oh Lord Jesus, what are you doing with your life, CC? Creed. All right, so here's some of the Fifty Cent memes. These are absolutely hilarious. No one Fifty Cent just showing up like a bat. Uh, Fifty Cent came in like Spider Man. There was a couple of Spider-Man memes for sure. 50 Cent waiting for his part the whole time. <laughs> it's just so funny. 50 Cent when he came in upside down. 
veins are throbbing. Oh, they were so good. 50 Cent hanging in there uh, waiting for Snoop like, okay. No one. 50 Cent. I don't even get this reference because I've never seen SpongeBob in my life, but I'm sure it's hilarious. More SpongeBob shit I don't understand. Sorry. Queen Bee is garbage. <laughs> uh, did you just say CC is garbage? Oh, you're in so much trouble, Justin. Be glad you moved to Denver. She would cut your face. Me looking for the charger under the bed. <laughs> that's a really good one right there. Whoever Robert Ibarra is, that's that's outstanding. 50 Cent was posted up like he was just waiting for his part. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, and then there was Mary J. Blige's fall. If y'all don't remember, she just like, she was standing there, and then she just went like, hey, Kool-Aid, and just pop, just fell out. <laughs> and it says, why did Mary J. Blige fall like the toys from Toy Story when Andy gets back? And I'm probably going to, there it goes right there. Bam! Why did she do that? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why she did that. I'm sure I'm going to get a copyright strike for that. Let me get that off of there. Get out of here. Uh, and this is what else at me after dancing to my house to the halftime show. Thick thighs save lives, guys. And then there was this me when I saw Anderson pack on the bottom left hand corner of my screen. I guess that was the dude playing drums. I didn't really understand that reference. <laughs> she, she said she did that because she was old and tired. Woo, she's probably like, damn, my feet, my dogs are barking. He just passed out. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Uh, let's see, Anderson Pack. I still don't understand. I don't know who the hell that is. This was my favorite right here, the new Avengers. I'm gonna tell my kids these are the Avengers. That's pretty outstanding. That's that's pretty solid. That was uh, that's pretty good work right there. Zoom out. Now I will say, Snoop Crip walking. All over the stage, over and over. Absolutely hilarious to me. I enjoyed that. I I mean, there was really, it was a lot of fun. The whole thing was a lot of fun. I think the worst performance goes to 50 Cent only because he was out of breath. Like, dude, the whole time was... <sighs> Go <laughs> It's your birthday. Like it was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yep. Beanna says 50 was lip syncing. I kind of thought Mary J was lip syncing for a hot second, but turns out she wasn't. She was actually singing unless they let her start singing at first and then turned her mic down or something like, or up one of the two. Um, but yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. That was a, that was a lot of fun. Interesting. Very different. But I dug it. Snoop was high. Everybody was probably high. Snoop suit said it all. Didn't have like a, it was like a Rams bluish. Uh, who was I with? It was like, I want that suit. Somebody said that. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. It had some yellow on it to represent the Rams. But yeah, it was very uh, crippish. Crippish. Oh, Shelby wants to talk about the fat shaming. 
Is this what is this what you meant, Shelby? Is this where you were gonna have to go mama bear on everybody if we were fat shaming fifty cent? Oh, Jen, you're the one that said you wanted it. That's an ugly ass suit. Jen, are you a crip? I just don't know it. I want Eminem's kicks. Those were fire, right, Miss Macho? Those were absolutely fire. Uh Shelby, I take it you were upset that they were fat shaming fifty cent. And I, being a professional touring stand-up comedian, did not want to make 50 Cent looks like a whole-ass dollar jokes. I might have made a couple. It was probably the alcohol. I may have tweeted out today that he's releasing his new album, Get Rich or Diabetes Trying. I'm sorry for that. But you got to understand, folks like me, we fat shame ourselves, so we think it's okay to fat shame others. If if you weigh a buck thirty and you're fat shaming fifty cent, yeah, you're an asshole. But if you're 5'10", 208, like me, you're pretty much okay. You're allowed to you're allowed to fat shame fifty. Yeah, I'm a, I, I mean I'm not gonna. Plus, I'm a comedian. My job is to make jokes. Now these other people are just mean assholes. Ice B said I'm two sixty. Yeah, but you're 5'3", so that doesn't... <laughs> um, Sean said, anyone who fat shames 50 needs to show a picture of themselves in 2003 and in 2022. Oh, man. I don't even think I have pictures from 5'8". <laughs> See? So Ice Beast is all... Ice Beast, let's hear your best 50 cent fat joke. You're 5'8", 260. Fam, you get a pass. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write you a hall pass right now. What's up, Dr. Dre on 290? You know, it's kind of like uh, if you need a doctor's note, I'm going to give you a fat shaming note where you're going to be allowed to fat. You're, yeah, if you're 5'8", five, five, 260, you make all the fat jokes you want. I feel like if I've got this many chins, people are like, how come you get to fat shame? I'll be like, because uh, these chins say I'm allowed to fat shame. Okay. See, that's too easy. That's too easy. Look, y'all know me as a, as a stand-up comedian. I'm going to hold you to a higher level of joke making. You can't make the easiest joke. We've talked about this in this chat before. If you're going to make fat jokes or if you're going to make jokes like that, never go with the first joke that comes to mind because everybody thought of that joke. It's too easy. It's lame. And everybody's going to post it. So if you're going to make a joke, it needs to be better than that. Like, like I said, he 50 cent looks like a bag of nickels. Like that's not the funniest thing in the world, but it's still monetary related. But if you've ever seen a bag of nickels, they're lumpy. They're misshapen. So you got to get creative with it. Flip. You can't just do the same joke that everybody did. The mom's like 50 was kind of fat. See, I, I settled on get rich or diabetes trying. That was my joke. That was my that was my personal favorite. If I were going to go do a fat 50 cent joke on stage, that's probably the joke I would do. Would it work or not? I don't know. I don't know. 50's on his way to Mother Russia right now. Uh, I don't know. Ice B said, LOL, man, so fat I thought his ass was going to fall when trying to get down. And here we are, a big ass boom. I mean, look, he's strong, though. 
that's the thing. Like, if you're swole like 50 Cent, like, if you're like, and then you just gain a little weight, it makes you look fatter than you really are because there's a lot of muscle under that fat. A lot of people will say that. Oh, no, there's muscle under here. No, I see when I'm when I'm at my fattest, which I'm close. No one's believing there's a lot of muscle under this fat arm. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, I see all I see where all the muscle would be. No, they're just like, bro, you're literally made of mashed potatoes. There's no muscle under there. 50, on the other hand, there might be muscle under there. I'm pretty sure there is. Oh, over and over and over. 50 cent look like a whole dollar. I can't tell you how and I'm and I'm and I'm telling you. Comedian friends of mine were making that joke. And I was just like, oh no, don't do that. Don't post it. Don't post it. That's the worst. Cause then other comics are judging you. Like, you know, if you guys make that, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm joke shaming flip, which is fine. Uh, but you guys are comedians. You're not held to the same standard. If you want to make the same lame ass joke that everybody else does, that's fine. I mean, I'll judge you, but you get a pass in a way. So. Oh, I get it now. If you have to say get it. <laughs> Listen, if Flip is going to... If you have to say get it, don't. Okay? 50 hasn't been the same since Tariq killed him. That's probably a show joke. I've never watched Power. I don't care about Power. Yeah, and that's the thing, Sean. Yeah, 50 could drop 5 or 10. I, I bet you this, though, chat. I bet you this. I bet all of the the fat shaming that's occurred on the internet and online and on radio and TV and Twitch and YouTube and Podbean. What's up to everybody on Podbean that's listening live? We got seven folks listening. The Jay Rizzle, Christopher Mina. What's up, Ray? Uh, my brother-in-law, Ray Lucio, Chris Reyes, Eric Resendez, and Titan Hugo all listening live, not watching live. Yes, we do have a listen-only option, and it is on Podbean. Just download the app. And uh, hey, YouTube's still hanging in there. Listen, if you're on the YouTubes. Why didn't that fire? I don't understand why this thing didn't fire. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. If you're watching on Twitch, make sure you hit the follow. Um, I feel like this is going to feel kind of like, y'all remember when they made the video of James Harden not playing defense? And he was like, I can play defense? And they were like, bro, we got four-minute video of you just olaying every time somebody came near you. And he was like, I'm going to show everybody. And then he led the league in steals that year or the year. You know, he was motivated. Y'all watch. 50 is going to come out looking like Mr. Tony Atlas. Just like just a beast of a man. It's going to fuel him. Or he's going to eat himself to death because of depression. One of the two. I don't know which. This could go either way, I guess. Let's hope it fuels him to not be a bigger man, but better man. Um, Dre said big country beat down Cormier in Houston. One of the best cards all time, except for that fight. They got booed out of Toyota center. Yeah. What's up, Justin? Hi, man. How are you doing? What's up, dude? Good to see you. 50 borrowed James's fat suit. Nope. He didn't need to. He had his own. Uh, all right. So let's talk. Dre brought up, brought up, um, UFC. I did have that on the agenda real quick. I just wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, Derek Lewis. Let's see. We got the Olympics out of the way. Got the headlines out of the way. Hey, wait, what the heck was that? Hey, wait a minute. 
All right, yeah, we got that out of the way. Done, done, done. Let's talk a little bit about Derek Lewis. Lost again. He's now two and two in fighting in his own, in his hometown of Houston, Texas. UFC two seventy one went down Saturday. I like that the UFC always has a card right before or on the same weekend as the Super Bowl. Uh, it makes it, it, it's kind of interesting. It's become their thing. It's become like a staple and it makes for a fun weekend. You got something else to do. And if you were in town, you got to go to the fights. Uh, but anyways, Derek Lewis loses again in Houston. That's two in a row. Now, uh, to Avasa knocked him out. Nice, nice elbow to finish the job. You got to watch those elbows, man. I tell you what. Uh, them elbows can be nasty, and if, if you catch them on the jawline, we've always talked about it. That's how you make folks go night-night. That jawline, that's the button, man. You ever get in a fight? For those of you new to this program, we talk about it all the time, defending yourself. Aim for the jawline. That's the that's the knockout button. You hit somebody there, you can probably put them to sleep. You got to hit them hard enough, though. What's up, Justin Kim? He's covering a JUCO. Is that softball or baseball? JUCO baseball. How are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Thanks for being here. Enjoy that. Um, yeah. So Derek gets knocked out. No big deal. Listen, Derek will be. Here's how the UFC works. Usually when you get a contract, you get three fight deal. And if you don't perform well, they don't bring you back. And I've known several fighters just from Houston alone that have gotten a three fight deal and never been asked back. If you go on a significant losing streak, you're never asked back. Or you gotta, you, they, they don't renew you, and then you got to claw your way back in. And it has happened several times. But in the case of Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis has become one of the biggest MMA stars in the world and has never won a title on his way to doing that. He is so beloved outside of the cage and in his post-fight interviews and the things that he does and says and all of that, that... He could literally go on a four-fight losing streak and the UFC would not blink. Now, if it extends past that, it may be one of those, oof, is he past his prime? But there's no cause for concern if you're a big Derek Lewis fan, all right? Now, he may never win a title. He may just end up being a gatekeeper in the UFC for the heavyweight division. Like, hey, you got to get past Derek Lewis to get into the top three and get a title shot. That's what a gatekeeper is if you don't know. Clay, Clay Guida was a, a gatekeeper forever in MMA. You had to fight Clay Guida. And if you beat him, you got to advance up the division. If you didn't, back of the line, start over. But that was kind of the that threshold. That was kind of the, the litmus test for what you were as a fighter. And I think if you can get past Derek Lewis, then you move up. If you can't, back of the line. And that's probably where he's at. And there's no shame in that. Derek's going to make millions of dollars doing that. And somebody asked him, I believe it was our uh, Houston's own Booker T, asked the question, well, what do you make about Derek coming up short again in Houston? That was the question. What do you make about Derek Lewis coming up short again and in his hometown of Houston? And Dana White's response was, he, he does, oh, yeah, because he said coming up short again. And Dana White said he doesn't always come up short. Up until tonight, he was the number three ranked guy in the world, which is a big deal. He's got the most knockouts in heavyweight history. And he went in against a guy tonight who was on a five-fight knockout streak. Younger, you know, he's fought a 29-year-old guy tonight. 
Derek Lewis is a bad boy, man. He goes out of, he, he's been a lot of fun to have in our heavyweight division in the UFC and obviously very beloved here in the town of Houston and around the world. He's a pretty big star for us. And when Dana, if Dana comes to your defense like that and says you're a pretty big star for the UFC, cash your checks, homie, because you're going to be making it forever. Uh, and then he also added, if you looked at Derek Lewis coming into the UFC, I don't know if people would have expected him to do what he's accomplished here. He's become a huge superstar and done some pretty great things. Zoom out. I'll tell you this. Uh-oh. What on earth? What happened to the camera? Zoom out. There we go. No, zoom out. Raggedy bitch. Coming from Houston, I, I got to see Derek when he started his career. And I've said this before on this program. I'm talking to other MMA fight, uh, other MMA folks that have joined me. Derek is not the guy that we all looked at coming up and thought, oh yeah, he's going to be the biggest star, not just from the city of Houston, but he's going to be one of the biggest stars in the world in the UFC. No one would could have told you that. He was very quiet, reserved. He would just sit. He's not a he's not a talkative guy. And he wasn't the most skilled fighter. And when I say he's not the best, when I say skill set, I mean wrestling, grappling, technique. Derek is just like, I'm going to punch your head into the fifth row. You give me one punch, it's all I need. So when you saw guys like Daniel Pineda come up, when you saw guys like Andrew Craig, these are all guys that made it to the UFC. Mike Swick was the first name out of Houston to make it to the UFC. When you saw these guys coming up, you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. You know, Daniel Pineda was a great wrestler. He had amazing jiu-jitsu and he could strike. He had unorthodox striking, but it was really good. Andrew Craig, same thing. He came up under Travis Took. He was a Travis Took black belt. I mean, he was skilled on the ground. Great hands. Like he, you know, these are... Well-rounded MMA fighters. Derek had none of that. Well, Derek wasn't known for his jiu-jitsu or his wrestling. He was known for his strength and his punching power. And so we all thought, man, that's going to be really difficult for him to make the UFC just on strength and punching power. So it's great to be wrong because, oh my God, this dude is one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time in the heavyweight division. He is the knockout king. And he did it his way. So kudos to him and kudos to Dana White for standing up for him. And it's kind of sad that in his own town, people would ask disparaging questions like that uh, about him. Yeah, Clay Guida does look like a gorilla's character. That is a fact. Uh, you asked me something. Oh, did you ask me about Tom Brady, uh, Machiavelli and Tom Brady going to the Niners? I don't. I mean, those are the rumors. I don't think that's the case. Um, that's going to depend on what happens to Garoppolo, obviously. Okay, so let's do that. So I've got this link for you. 11 QBs and where they should go. Or, or where 11, 11 quarterbacks who could be on the move this offseason. That's what this article is called. So let's just take a, let's take a gander at that. I actually have a... A uh, slide for you. There you go. So these are all the quarterbacks that could be on the move. Yeah, I know they 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 fall. He's fallen out of favor. So Aaron Rodgers is obviously number one. He could be gone. Russell Wilson number two. Deshaun Watson number three. I think the first three no surprise to anybody. Kirk Cousins is four. Carson Wentz five. 
Kyler Murray, six. Jimmy G, seven. Jameis Winston, eight. Ryan Fitzpatrick, nine. Marcus Mariota, 10. And Teddy Bridgewater, 11. Uh, B. Handon had a quick question about Derek Lewis. Where was Derek Lewis before the UFC? He was with Legacy Fighting, which is a Houston-based organization that became a regional promotion. Mick Maynard, who is now the uh, matchmaker for the UFC, started Legacy Fights about the same time I started the cage door. We kind of came up together. It's how we became friends. And Mick has always been an amazing, uh, had an amazing eye for talent. So Legacy Fights blew up and became this. They weren't like Bellator big. But they were producing more fighters for the UFC than any other organization in the world. And that's why Mick was eventually brought in to be a matchmaker. So, All right. So um, here's your 11 quarterbacks that could be on the move. I'll tell you, this carousel is going to be really interesting because it's almost like coaching in the NFL. Going to be a lot of retreads. Especially when you get past seven. I'm sorry, Saints fans, but I'm at this point now, Jameis Winston falls into the retread category, along with Fitzpatrick and Mariota and Teddy Bridgewater. And Jimmy G, not yet, but this will be it. If he ends up moving from wherever his next destination is, I feel like you get a you get a couple of moves and then you're a retread. Kyler Murray, I saw an article today that said he might go back to baseball. I'm like, what? There's no way. The dude hadn't played in forever. There's no way. No way. Um, I, who knows where Aaron Rodgers goes? The, 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 the rumor has been this offseason, Aaron Rodgers might be eyeing Denver, which means Devontae Adams might be eyeing Denver. In fact, a lot of people think this is going to be, they're going to be very closely tied together. Where one goes, the other will follow. So if it's A.A. Ron that goes first, then Devontae Adams may not sign a deal with anybody until Aaron finds his landing spot. If he re-ups with Green Bay, maybe Devontae Adams stays in Green Bay. (laughs) Sean. Sean cannot wait to shit on baseball, and I'm here for it. So funny. Um, So, yeah. But that'd be like Russ going back to baseball now. It's too late. That doesn't prove that baseball is easier because no one said he was going to go back and be good, Sean. So you shut your whore mouth. I think that's twice now I've called your mouth a whore and I apologize. She hasn't deserved that. Donna said that too to baseball. Oh, breaking news. You heard it here. Where is Miss Donna? I hadn't seen her in chat today. Oh, I miss Donna. Uh... Just doing a quick numbers check. Oh, we're good. We're holding steady here. Chris Mina's on the Podbean. What's up to everybody on Podbean? I don't read the chat over there. Oh, yeah. Eric Rosina said that elbow was crazy. Ty's a badass fighter. Yeah, but he drinks out of people's shoes. So I'm not I'm not digging that. Not a friend of mine. Uh, what's up, Vivian? Vivian already bounced. Yeah, it looks like Vivian left already. Okay. Uh, she is very busy in Wichita Falls. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I got that. I got that. So we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Russell. I mean, some of these names, it's kind of difficult to predict, including Deshaun Watson. What's going to happen? I mean, he's supposed to. It's February. His trial or his, his, the, 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 um, what do they call it? Not the, what's it called when they, they sit the jury. I can't think of his name or the name of it. 
My wife sat on a jury. Uh, let's start with a D. Not dick. What's the try the jury trial that they have before it actually goes to trial to determine if there's enough evidence to send it to trial? What is that? I don't know, but they're going to be doing depositions and so forth in February plus some other trial thing. I don't remember what it is. Uh, anyways, so that should be happening. So the sooner that that happens, the sooner we'll know what will happen with Deshaun Watson. I honestly, the grand jury. Thank you, Uriel Villanueva. Thank you. Well, Rosinda said deposition. That was the other word I was thinking of. Uh, but yeah, a grand jury is where they'll sit the grand jury and say, is there enough uh, evidence to pursue the criminal charges? But they still got to do the depositions for the um, civil charges. Correct me if I'm wrong, Stephen, the weather guy. You're the lawyer here. But isn't that right? He's got to do both. They've got to do depositions for the, for the civil cases and a grand jury trial for the criminal case, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, anyways, some of these names, it's almost like, if you're another team and you get past the top three, and let's let's just let's be real honest here. If you're another team, zoom out. If you're another team and you get past Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson, do you really think you can win a Super Bowl with any of those names on that list? Now, Jimmy G, I, he's been there and he's been close again. Uh, I, but the other names on this, none, none of those other names, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Kyler Murray right now, but certainly not Winston Fitzpatrick, Mariota and Bridgewater. And to me, that's the, that's the litmus test of building an organization. Do you think you can win a Super Bowl with insert quarterback's name here? And if the answer is no, then you don't do it. And I know a lot of you are like, yeah, but if San Francisco doesn't think that they can win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, then they should move on. You're right. But if they can't get Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, or Russell Wilson, then they should probably just re-sign him at a discount if they can for, for a shorter term or just go year to year with somebody until you think you're ready. But I just... I don't understand the process of not bringing in a quarterback that you think can win you a Super Bowl and being like, all right, let's just see what happens. And I get it. There's only so many Super Bowl caliber quarterbacks to go around and you got to keep cycling through them until you get it. Now, the argument for this, the argument for this against, against what I'm saying is, yeah, but if Barry, if Matthew Stafford was on that list, you would have had him lumped in below Deshaun Watson. You would have had him lumped in with Kirk Cousins and Kyler Murray, Jimmy Garoppolo. True. Fair point. And maybe that's part of the, the magic and the process of, of the NFL is what person fits where. But you saw skill set wise, Stafford had all the tools. Which is kind of what I feel like about like a Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins to me has all the tools to be a really good quarterback. He just hasn't been in the right situation yet. But if you took Kirk Cousins and maybe put him in San Francisco, Machiavellian, you're a, I think you're a Niners fan. What? I, if Kirk Cousins came to the Texans, I wouldn't be like, yeah, Super Bowl, bitches. But I would be like, all right, he's a, a significant upgrade over Davis Mills. And if they had some talent around him, they might be able to win some games. Because he can put up numbers. For sure he can put up numbers. He also had a lot of talent around him in Minnesota. 
But I don't know. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz feels broken to me. He had his run with the Eagles. Super Bowl as a backup. I don't know, though. After that, it feels like his window is closed. And I might be wrong. I might be wrong. You never know. I think I'm pretty... I feel fairly confident in telling you that the last four names on that list aren't going back to a Super Bowl. Winston, Fitzpatrick, Mariota, and Bridgewater. I'm fairly confident. Now, Jimmy G, in the right situation, might get back. Kyler Murray. Carson Wentz could find the fountain of youth. Kirk Cousins. The top three, I feel like we'll see another Super Bowl. I don't know. Russ is getting kind of old, though. That's a good point, Todd. Ryan Fitzpatrick might David Carr his uh David Carr his way into a Super Bowl, right? Like he was the backup for the Giants when they won. It could happen. It could totally happen. <laughs> Rob, what's up? Dude, Rob, I just had your uh Buffalo Ranch chicken for leftovers. We need to talk about that. Oh my god, it's just so good, bro. Thank you for sending that recipe. It is so good. Still on my IG if you guys want it at Barry on deck on Instagram. Oh, take it. The t- trust. Take it from a guy with several chins. The Buffalo Ranch chicken that Rob sent from uh, the Bullhorn Barbecue team and So Smoking Gooder show. Amazing. Holy shit, it was good. Now, let's talk for a second about why we never uh, talk about Super Bowl leftovers. I know all of you had leftover food from the Super Bowl, right? All of you had leftovers. How come we don't hold Super Bowl leftovers to the same standard and put them on the same pedestal that we do Thanksgiving leftovers? I personally like Super Bowl leftovers more than I like Thanksgiving leftovers. Thanksgiving leftovers are kind of bad. Okay, everyone's calling me rich because I bought a whole chicken. Y'all don't even want to know how much money I spent trying to make all these goddamn recipes. Thanksgiving ain't bar food. Exactly. And if you're making bar food at your house, just go to a bar. We made tater tot skewers. We made buffalo ranch chicken. We made boudin jalapeno poppers. And all of this stuff is left over. <laughs> and if it wasn't Valentine's Day and I wasn't making steak and potatoes and asparagus for my lovely wife, Nora, we would have had leftovers. So today I had Super Bowl leftovers and they're the shit. I'm not leftover biased because I hate turkey. Yes, I listen, they're mutually exclusive. I hate turkey. Turkey is a stupid ass once a year only dish. Now I'm not talking about sliced turkey on a sandwich, okay? That's different. I'm talking about going out and buying a whole ass turkey and, and just roasting a turkey because it's oh look, it's groundhog day. Let's make a big-ass turkey with cranberry in a can. It's ridiculous. All right. somebody. Next time somebody sees B-Hand, and I need you to punch him in the balls because he just said Thanksgiving leftovers are better than Super Bowls, and you've never been more wrong in your life, idiot. It's so wrong. Oh, Shelby, God damn. Flash, flack and rackle, flack and shack and mackle. Um, Shelby's going to make turkey this week. Don't send me pictures. I will get so angry. I'll be so mad if you send me pictures of turkey. Oh, my God. I'll be so angry. Wait. 
Poch said uh, he ate the shit out of a turkey once. Bro, you're supposed to clean them out first. You don't just leave the guts in there and you eat their boo-boo. Don't do that. That's gross. You're eating turkey shit? Poch, what are you doing? Ew. No wonder you're single. It's gross. Um... I ate my barbecue yesterday for dinner. Okay, you had leftovers. Good, good. For, see, you're smart. You're smart. Oh, the poppers. Okay, you put shit in your poppers? He said to put boudin. I know it's close. Why are you putting, you made poopers, not poppers, if you ate the shit out of them. Okay, I'll stop. This is a stupid joke. Demon said, can I come over and watch the Super Bowl with you next year, Barry? No. What? No. What? No. Why would I? Why? Lord, no. What we should do, though, is have a big Super Bowl watch party somewhere. That would be a lot of fun. Do a whole deckhead community Super Bowl watch party. I'd be down for that. Uh, Justin says, what do we think of Daniel Jones? I think Daniel Jones will always be a bottom second tier, top of the third tier quarterback i i look there were people that were like daniel jones and josh allen and it's like hold on player hold hold on hold on let's look at skill set and what we think they're capable of i always felt like josh allen had way more skill set than daniel jones you could poison the pocket just running ability arm strength there's not we can talk about decision making we now if you want to tell me that Daniel Jones hadn't gotten a fair shake because of the team he's played for and the offensive sets that they run and stuff, I'm I'm fully willing to listen to that and I'm fully willing to reevaluate him in a different situation. But as is right now, nah, you you can't convince me that Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. He's a he's an above average quarterback at best, but to me he falls somewhere between the average and above average. So, I don't know. That's just me. I could be wrong. I've I was wrong once. There was one time. Uh, it was 1987. And uh, okay. <laughs> Celio said as a Cowboys fan, I have no problem with Danny Dimes staying in New York. Yeah, I bet. I bet. It was just like, oh Lord, please stay there. And couldn't oh God, could you imagine the Giants are like, we're keeping Daniel Jones. And the Washington Commanders are like, we're going to go get Mark Sanchez. And you're just like, oh, baby Jesus, we're going to the Super Bowl every year. Uh, Uriel Villanueva said, I'm a Jets fan and asking what you think of Zach Wilson aside from the team. I don't think I've seen enough in the right situations. Like, I think we've seen enough from Daniel Jones. I, I, I Ask me at the end of this year, this upcoming season. I think you'll have a better idea. One year, you know, not every rookie and and not every young guy is going to progress the same. I mean, for every Mac Jones, remember Josh Allen wasn't great his first year or so. He had some underwhelming moments, and you were like, "Ah, not everybody's going to come out and play like Patrick Mahomes. Not everybody's going to come out and play like Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning. Some guys, it's going to take forever for them to develop, and then take the the league by storm." So I, I don't know yet what I think of Zach Wilson. I, I would say that to me, just based off of what we saw, it's not promising. 
But I don't think there's I don't think there's enough evidence yet, right? I don't think there's enough evidence yet. And it's the Jets. And again, you said take out the the team and the situation. No, that's all part of it. That's all part of it. Let's think about that for a second. Uriel, think about that. If Zach Wilson is playing for if Zach Wilson is traded tomorrow to the Niners for Jimmy Garoppolo, Zach Wilson's probably gonna have a pretty decent year. I mean, he's got Debo Samuel to dump the ball off to. Go make me look good. Right? So, I mean, a lot of it really does have to do with the situation. Look at Matthew Stafford toiling in Detroit. Had some good years. Right? I want to say he was there under Jim Caldwell. They had some pretty good years with, with Megatron. The right situation comes along, ends up in the Rams, or with the Rams, and the Rams, I mean, push all the chips in, which, by the way... Let's all just pause for a second and acknowledge the fact that the Rams went for it this year. They traded away all their picks. They sold their soul to the football devil. They were like, you know what? We'll spend a lifetime, an eternity in hell. But man, we want to chip this year and we're going for it. And it paid off. How many teams can say that? I mean, a lot of teams go for it and it never pays off. So good for the Rams. They pushed all their chips in. Through their cards, got that big D energy. It's like, let's go. And boy, I tell you what, there was a couple of moments where this season where you were like, oh shit, this may not work out. Stafford was wishy-washy at some points. But it all came together. So. Yeah, no worries. No worries, Uriel. I mean, you know, and look, um, it's just one man's opinion. I don't mean to, I'm not trashing the dude. I just don't think there's enough data. And I think uh, on a better team and a better offensive situation, he probably looks better than he showed last year. But who's to say? Uh, Niners no first-round picks next two years. <sighs> yeah, boy. Hold my beer, says the Texans. Like, you're, it, Machiavellian, I'm a Texans fan. I'm, I'm broadcasting here from Houston. You get no sad emojis from me. Uh, we don't give a shit. You think I want to hear about you or the Rams bitching about draft picks after Bill O'Brien bent this whole franchise over and boofed the, the draft picks out of it? No. No. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Um, Sean said we pushed our chips in for Trubisky and Fields. Let's see how this turns out. Sean, is the Bears are the Lions of Illinois. The Bears are the Lions of Illinois football teams. The Bears, what? The Bears were so the Bears had an all-world defense. When uh when Whistlebridges first got there, what's y'all's coach's name again? Why am I drawing a blank on his name? When when Fancy Pants first got to Chicago and you had Mac and that defense, you were like, oh shit, yeah, peanut, like, come on, fam. That fell off quick. And it was because they gambled on Trubisky. No. So, didn't the Texans beat the Rams? Demona, don't start that. Nagy, thank you, Cece. She's so smart. Demona, don't start. That's that old. Well, if the 
It, you know what? The Texans beat the Jags. The Jags beat the Lions. The Lions beat the Rams. Ergo, the Texans beat the... Shut up! That is such a Houston sports fan thing to say. That is such a Houston sports fan thing to say. Well, the Texans beat the Rams. And what did that do for them? Nothing. I love you, buddy, but that is such a bad take. We are so traumatized as Houston sports fans that that's the kind of shit we'll throw out there in a sports conversation to yeah, ipso facto change. ergo and uh, prohibitive prohibitive because and I'm not blaming you. Demata. That's just, we're ingrained as Houston sports fans to say shit like that. It's literally all we have is six degrees of sadness in sports. Still picking third. <laughs> uh, some franchises are just cursed with bad decision making. Yeah. Texans got rammed. Rob, if you don't. Sh- hey, I kind of feel like Kevin Bacon would be a better backup QB than, than whoever the Texans have. Who is the backup QB? It's not Tyrod Taylor, right? They're going to cut him. Wave him. Get rid of that money. Who is the. Well, let's, let's go look at this real quick. What time is it? 346. I want to talk about these 50 foods that'll gross you out. Actually, we'll do that tomorrow. Oh, I didn't even get to my favorite story. No, we're not doing this. I'm not going down the rabbit hole of backup quarterbacks for Houston. No, I'm not doing it. We're going to talk about this story right here. This is my favorite story of 2022 so far. I know it's Tyrod, but I thought he was, I thought they were getting rid of him. I am happy for uh, Matthew Stafford as well, Ronald. I, I very much agree with you. I, I'm, it's good to see guys that were cast aside uh, get a win. It's very good. Okay, this is my favorite story. You guys may not give an absolute half a shit about this, and that's fine. But if you live here in America, so Rossetti, you can ignore this. You probably have wonderful health care. You're, you're, you're welcome to ignore this. I don't know if there's anybody else that doesn't live in America that's in this chat right now. If you are. Give me a wave emoji. If you're not an American or you don't live in America right now, give me a wave emoji so I know who who, uh, who we have. Yeah, I know that's the, that was the lineup last year, but I don't think they're bringing Tyrod back this next year. I just don't I don't believe that's going to be the case. But I know that was it was Mills it was Tyrod Mills Deshaun, and then it became Mills Tyrod Deshaun. Uh, so Justin, yeah, Justin, you're not, I said wave emoji, but you can type me. That's fine. You don't have to follow directions. You're not an American. Yeah. So, uh, Justin, what oh, Dutch? Okay. You're Dutch. That's right. Oh, you're so lucky. So lucky. So lucky. But I will say this. America took a big step forward. Yeah. Dutch. I asked for a wave. He typed me. Wonderful people, not the smartest people, if we're being honest. I'm just fucking with you, Justin. You're good people, man. Thanks for being here. Uh, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban has launched his own online pharmacy. And I know a lot of you are like, who gives a shit? What does that mean for anybody that's lived in this country and had any kind of health issues in the past? You know how ridiculously expensive medicine can be. You know how ridiculously expensive going to the drugstore to get medicines that you need can be for for those of us living in America. They give an example 
Uh, so he started this online. It's called, what's the name of it? The Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drugs Company, MCC PDC. I don't know why that name is. A, uh, here's, here's one example of how this works. First of all, Mark Cuban is not taking insurance in his online pharmacy. What you have to do is you have to go get a new prescription from your doctor. Okay. You go get a new prescription. You go to the Mark Cuban online pharmacy. You submit this prescription. They fill it for you. You pay what whatever cost is plus a 15% markup. And then a $3 pharmacist fee. So there's a pharmacist that makes your meds for you. You're, every time you make an order, they get three bucks. You pay 15% over cost for their margin. And that's it. A prime example that's available at the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Pharmacy, a leukemia drug, imatinib, I-M-A-T-I-N-I-B. The leukemia drug, imatinib, imatinib, I'm a timid. You're a timid. That drug retails, retails for leukemia patients for $9,657. There are people expected to pay $9,657 for a drug to keep them alive in the United States of America. So what did Mark Cuban say? Mark Cuban said, no, fam. Do you know how much it is if you go and get that same exact I'm a tinib, but it's a generic from the Mark Cuban? $47. $47. Are you fucking kidding me? Are, zoom out. Are you absolutely kidding me that a drug that cost $47, including a 15% markup in margin, including a $3 fee for the pharmacist to make it to make sure that they're covered? And oh, and you got to pay shipping. Okay, but I'm sure that the shipping is reasonable. Uh, this is a great story, Dre. I love this. Is literally my favorite story of 2022. Mark Cuban finally said, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm a billionaire. I don't need to make money. What I need is for this country to take care of its citizens and not turn health into profit. And I'm here for it. Oh, I'm fucking here for it. So yeah, a $9,657 drug is $47 at this pharmacy. And here's some quotes for you. Um, Cuban told Forbes last year that pricing for generic drugs was ridiculous. He said he decided to put his name on the company to show capitalism can be compassionate and to send the message that I'm all in. It's not clear how much he had invested in the company. The company aims to complete construction of an $11 million pharmaceutical factory in Dallas. $4.5 billion, that's how much uh, Forbes estimate Cuban to be worth. Um, he owns the Mavericks, obviously, so that's the sports tie right there. <laughs> And this is how it works. So uh, the online pharmacy prices for generic factors in a 15% margin on top of the actual manufacturing price plus a $3 pharmacist fee. The markup on generics average at least 100% everywhere else. At least some of them exceed a 1,000% markup on generic drugs. Company doesn't process insurance claims. So you don't submit insurance. You just go online. You show your uh, your prescription. They send you the drug. No insurance, no deductibles, none of that bullshit. 
The company doesn't process insurance claims and requires customers to pay for their medication out of pocket, noting its drugs cost less than most insurance plans, deductibles, and copay requirements. Customers have to request a new prescription from their provider to place an, uh, an order on the website. It's pretty damn dope. And the reason this started was because y'all remember Farmer Bro, that Martin Screlly, or Sh- yeah, Screlly, however you say it. Uh, he took the life-saving drug Daraprim, which is a, what is that for? Anyways, he took that and he went from 1350 to 750 a tablet. And so Cuban got mad about that. And that, that was the genesis of getting Mark Cuban. Now the real genesis of it, this is the crazy part. A guy named Alec Oshmansky reached out to Cuban with an idea for a low-cost generic drug company in a cold email. He literally emailed Mark Cuban randomly and just said, cold email. That was the that was the title. That was the subject of the email. And then he made his pitch, and Cuban responded. He responded, and they literally went back and forth for several years discussing the plan. Cuban couldn't find a hole in it, and he finally said, I'm in. Let's save people money pretty amazing now yeah some of these are still going to be expensive because even even as generics they probably cost a lot but at the end of the day the fact that you don't have to go through insurance and there's this whole story i invite you to read it uh that this cold email thing on forbes talked about that most of the reason why everybody is so why why prescription drugs and and this this other stuff is so expensive is because everybody's beholden to this uh drug it's like a pack almost. It's like a political action committee. But what they basically do is you got to pay to play. It's called PBMs. And in order to be included in all this and be insu- get insurance money and all this stuff, you have to get into these PBMs. And uh, yeah. And he said that this allows them to not have to do that. I mean, I'm just, I love this story so much. This is my favorite story of 2022. And it may not be perfect. And I'm sure down the line, we're going to see stories of, oh, they still want $1,000 for this drug. And it's probably, you know, $1,300 with the insurance. But at the end of the day, if there's the opportunity for people to save money, no matter how much it is, and not be beholden to these insurance companies and big pharma as a whole, it's an amazing step uh, towards progress in the right direction. So I love it. And yeah, you guys are, talking about how cuban's amazing and so i think machiavellian mentioned self-made too yeah cuban made all his money in it he's just a nerdy it guy like jeff bezos just started an it company and turned that into four and a half billion dollars later pretty amazing exactly ronald if people can afford their meds their life-saving meds now that's a huge dub i loved this story so much when i read it this morning i was like oh my god this is amazing uh, where is this? So, okay, here, this is pretty interesting. Let me re- just read this to you. Uh, there is no simple or easy explanation of why generic drugs, which can cost pennies to manufacture, wind up costing people tens or maybe even hundreds of dollars, depending on insurance status. Uh, Congress investigated the middlemen of the of this Byzantine system known as pharmacy benefits managers. 
which negotiate with manufacturers and pharmacies on behalf of insurance companies in 2019. Senator Ron Whedon, a Democrat from Oregon, labeled the negotiations, quote, the most gnarled, confounding riddles, uh, adding that what PBMs do to earn all these profits is a mystery. And this is what drives up the cost is because obviously there's all these middlemen just raking it in, just raking it in. Sean's like, Barry, you should have stayed in IT. That Think how big BiffNet would be. I mean, I still have some IT skills. How the fuck you think I'm online? Oh, that's right. That was It was broadcast.com, wasn't it? PB Dubs, what's up, Dave? Dave said the meds I take are $4,500 every six weeks. With insurance and copay assistance, I magically pay $5. The system is trash. 100%. See, that just shows you right. That is just absolutely stupid. Just absolutely stupid. And and you know what, Dave, at the end of the day, if you're getting your drugs for five bucks, even though they're telling you it's $4,500, then Mark Cuban's pharmacy obviously isn't going to be for you. It's it, there's just That's not going to be the case, right? Because if you can get it for five bucks, great. But there are people out there that either don't have insurance, don't have good insurance, or their insurance doesn't cover it. And they're still paying hundreds or thousands of dollars for generic drugs that cost $3 to manufacture. Pretty crazy, man. Pretty, pretty crazy. And my wife being a nurse, man, I see this shit all the time in the medical field. I'm just like, I mean, I've gone for thing. I'm like, why am I paying so much for all this bullshit? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Shelby said two of my prescriptions went from $50 each to 350 and 380 this year. Yeah. Why? Why? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. So I want to find this, the, the, the link, uh, cause I want to post it in the chat. Where is it? It's not. Oh, oh, oh. So it's costplusdrugs.com. here. Okay. Let me, let me post this first. This is so badass. I really want you guys to have this link. So let me go over here. Let me post this. Send. Let me go to my YouTube chats. Send. Okay. Uh, oh, for my Podbean folks, I haven't forgot about you. There's the link as well. So that's the link. All right. So if you look, where to go here we go i'm gonna put this on the screen real quick and then we're gonna get out of here i promise i know you guys have shit to do and you hate hanging out with me past four o'clock uh all right so here's the here's the actual link i want y'all to see some of these prices this is this is pretty dope zoom out so here's the mark cuban cost plus drug company you can browse by category but all medications here you go if you're looking for albuterol, which is a generic for pro air, the inhaler retail price is 55. Their price is $30. If you're looking for, I don't know. Somebody give me a drug. Bupropen. I don't know. It's like Wellbutrin. $4 and 80 cents for the generic Wellbutrin. I don't even know what Wellbutrin is. What are we looking for? What drug are we looking for? Well, give me a drug. Give me a, give me a drug. Uh, I don't know. That's not, no, let's see. 
Uh, I mean, but these are crazy. Look at this. This drug is normally $15. It's five bucks. 25 bucks is four bucks. $158 for a generic Lamistal XR, $8.40. Viagra. God damn it, D Mata. <laughs> Thank you, Fidel. I will raid somebody. I will raid somebody. All right. Amlo Dippin. Let's see if that's on here. Let's see. Uh, these are just all medications. Amlo. There it is. $3.60, Shelby. That's Amlo Dip Dipine. $3.60 at mark for the generic of, well, I guess it's already a generic. Yeah. Is that is that any good, Shelby? Is $3.60 good? It's crazy. Tramadol. All right, let's check out Tramadol. Let's see if that's on here. QRST, Trazodone. I don't see Tramadol. Is that the generic or is that the, the, the name brand? Shelby said, oh, that's good. That's my blood pressure meds. Yeah. So there you go. I love this. Tramadol. I wonder if I can search for Tramadol. Let's see. Is there a search feature? Let's see. Well, this is all of them for now, so I guess not. Oops, I went to the wrong thing. Don't see your medication. Enter your drug name separated by commas in your email. We're always adding new medications. There you go. Uh, no Viagra. <laughs> I saw somebody ask for Viagra. No Viagra. Trazodone. I don't know what that is. Flomax. Isn't that the nasal spray? $4. Zocor. I've heard of that. $3.60. This is crazy how cheap this is. This is crazy. I'm trying to see if I recognize any of these. Paxil, $4.50. Get some penicillin for the whole chat. Okay. Oh, tramadol is a controlled substance. Oh, it's a generic non-opioid painkiller. Okay. Yeah, I was going to control F, but I don't think... I doubt that's here. Uh... Pretty cr- singular. I don't know if y'all are getting singular. Chewable tablets are 169 bucks. You can get them for $6. God, that's badass. Uh, Mark Cuban, uh, I hate the goddamn Mavericks with the heat of a thousand suns, but buddy, I love you. Thank you for that. All right. That's the end of the program. Hey, if you were new here today, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Welcome to the Deckhead community. I hope you'll come back and hang out with us. We talk sports and talk shit and have a good time every single day. 2 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, Houston time, 2 to 4 p.m. And on Fridays, we go from 11 to 1. So come back, enjoy it. BB, happy birthday, buddy. I hope you have a fantastic. Thank you, Miss Macho, for tuning in. I appreciate you. Thank you all for coming here. Uh, much appreciated. Thanks for hanging out with me. This was fun. A lot of sports, a lot of non-sports. I dig it. Good participation from the chat today. Made some new friends. Probably made a few enemies. Yeah, make sure you hit that like button on the way out. Now, we are going to raid, but who we have to find out? Who's on Twitch Sports that we can raid? Teddy, RNA, in the mud. I don't know any of these cats. I really don't know anybody. Sploosey? I don't know who Sploosey is. Alex Dandy, MMA. M Breezy. I don't know any of these folks. Do you guys have somebody you want to raid? 
uh, who's this? Realist United. That feels like soccer talk. I would never do that to you guys. I would never make y'all suffer through a soccer show. Good lord. That would be awful. Love you, CC. Alright, Justin. Good night, buddy. Thanks for being here again, man. Much appreciated. Let's find a raid. Uh, let me go to just Twitch. Who's on my left over here? Nope. Not raiding the SPN. I can't find anybody to raid! None of my pals are on right now. I really suck. I'll just, I'll just pick a rando. I'll just pick a rando. Let's go. Uh, Tony Jameson. Who's Tony Jameson? Norway football. Jesus. Is there not anybody on just talking regular ass sports? This guy's playing video games. Guys, there's nobody put talking sports by Nimada. Alright, I'm out. We tried to raid, it didn't work. We'll do better next time. I love you guys. I'll see you next time. Bye! Daddy's making a YouTube video!